On this week's episode of the We've Seen That Podcast, we're talking about Avatar. I'm Scott. And I'm Jim. We are back for episode number 115, ladies and gentlemen, and we lost a person this week. Well, okay, he's not dead. I want to confirm that before I just start saying weird things, but Anthony will not be on the pod because his sister just shot a buck. Tis the season. Uh, but we are gaining a very important guest. Adam is back for probably his like 10th appearance, so welcome back to the pod, Adam. I think it's got to be more than 10. But I, yeah, I I'm fairly you. certain I'm, it's I'm more happy. than that. <laughs> I'm happy to be back. I, I love doing it. All right. And, and we, got a, we got a fun movie this week. We'll be talking Avatar. Obviously, it's kind of a little bit of recency type, you know, reasoning for the review because Way of Water is coming out, and I believe we'll be talking about that soon. But let's start with what we're watching. And Adam, I want to give you the floor because I know one of the things you're going to talk about. I know you've told us to watch it. And I'm going to get there, I promise. So let's just start with you. So Andor, yeah. the new Star Wars show, which the season finale was today, is incredible. Everyone should watch it. It's one of the best Star Wars things ever made. I I would say it's the best ever made in our lifetime. Wow. Obviously, the, the original trilogy was made before us. And, I mean, that's hard to touch because those, those three movies are incredible. But, like, Andor is... Uh, I, I, I don't even know what to say about it. The writing is incredible. It's all real sets and stuff. Like, there's some CGI, but, like, it's all shot on location for the most part. It's... I... If you fell off of Star Wars, because, like, Boba Fett was pretty disappointing and Obi-Wan was kind of disappointing, like... And, like, even when the trailers and stuff were coming out, I was thinking, like, why do we need an Andor show? Who's asking for this? Like, he wasn't that interesting in Rogue One and then we all know how it ended but like I remember saying that a lot it was it was worth it like it's it's incredible like it's one of the best seasons of television I've ever seen period not just Star Wars it's very 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 good I like to hear this I I, and and to to tell the folks here Adam has been big fan every week we keep getting updates that say Andor continues to slap uh, he's never led us wrong with a recommendation, so I, I think we need to listen, folks. So Andor is definitely on the list for me. My only worry is because stuff takes so long to make these days. Yeah. They just announced that like season two isn't coming to like twenty twenty four. Well, I'm in my in my feelings about it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's still only skipping one year, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but like I don't know when in twenty twenty four. I think they like just started filming, so it could be like late twenty twenty four. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. Anything else, sir? I went and saw the new Black Panther Panther Black Panther movie. It was I don't know, it was okay. There uh. were parts of it I really liked, but it wasn't 
it didn't blow me away. It was fine. It was Marvel. I don't know. Right. At this point, a lot of them are. They run together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they run together. Uh, but it was it was solid. It wasn't bad. I I didn't have many complaints. It just didn't didn't wow me in that many spots. I did really like the uh, the villain. I thought he was really good, and I was like a relatively unknown actor. So hopefully he gets some more work. And then you got a score on it. I guess seven. Okay. It was solid. Uh, and then I've been watching the World Cup because I'm a soccer maniac. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I, every year it comes around and I'm like, oh, this is USA's year. And every year I'm told that I'm wrong. Um, it appears to be again. I probably will be wrong. But from what people are saying, we're a younger team that could get better for the next World Cup potentially. So that's. You know, the, the team has really solid bones. World Cup? Four years. Every four years. You know. Yeah. Uh, really solid young team could maybe make a run this year. We'll see. It'll it'll be hard to beat England, but the rest of the, the two teams come out of the group stage. So like you can still lose to England and get out if you we we need to beat Iran basically. So, but interestingly enough, like if you look back um, at like the five previous times the United States have played England in competition games the fifth game goes all the way back to 1950 so like yeah they don't play each they, other that often. this is a very rare thing like we saw it back 12 years ago in the 2010 world cup on potentially one of the worst draws in england's history because the yeah they, we should not have been able to talk no because it went we did. right through the goalies like right between his legs basically after he pretty much yeah. caught the ball so I'm very... There was like head headlines in newspapers like USA wins one one and stuff like oh, that. Oh, I mean, it was, crazy. it was it was it was it was stupid, but um, it'll be fun, fun little Black Friday. You get football on Thursday, World Cup Saturday. You know, it's it's a great time for sports, and I didn't think it would work in this time frame. I'm noticing no qualms with it currently, the way the schedule has I, been. Yeah, it, it's been fine. It sucks for the players yeah but it definitely it, does it's still it's still a disaster regardless but as a fan watching no it hasn't really made a difference yeah since that it got moved yeah for those for those wondering what is like the average temperature isn't it like 38 degrees celsius or i, I don't know what that is in fahrenheit but it's a lot yeah like if they had kept it in june july when it usually is they said like average degrees were like 110 plus mm. uh fahrenheit yeah uh so like not fun. That's 100.4 degrees Fahrenheit. Mm. 38 yeah, degrees so that, Celsius. That tracks about, right? And then it's, around this time of year, it's closer to like, it's still hot as hell. It's yeah. like 80, 80s, 90s, low hundreds instead of 110s, but still. Well, that's what she get FIFA for being corrupt. But anyway, all right. Uh, I, I'll go next. Um, I watched a movie at Marcus yesterday. Actually, my wife came home and uh was like hey do you want to go to a movie mind you i had just finished housing some like chicken alfredo and i was so tired and and i almost said no to marcus but i cleared some room in my stomach got the cheap large popcorn for four dollars and fifty cents marcus 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 uh deal right now is every 25 dollars you spend get a free ten dollars of snack cash which is a pretty fucking good deal so um 
get on that. But be aware that snack cash needs to be spent between like mid-January and the end of March. Does expire. That's the only problem with it. So don't like load up. Maybe just get like 50 bucks of a gift card and get $20 of snack cash because you can knock that out in one sitting easy. So um, that's to you, Marcus. But we saw a movie that I relatively did not know much about. Like it was kind of not advertised a ton, uh, but it was the movie She Said. Um, the basically story of how um harvey everything against harvey weinstein came out and uh zoe kazan i i hope i'm not butchering that and carrie mulligan were the two kind of uh journalists investigative journalists that that kind of were in this movie trying to piece together the story and get women to go on the record and say their story and it is a tough watch i will say that right now uh harvey weinstein fucking scumbag 82 different women that came forward and that's just the ones that god knows how many fucking people he affected but my i wanted to give like my wife's perspective a little bit in this she said that there were scenes that were clearly like specifically geared towards women like most of the times in movies you don't see anything about postpartum depression and this movie really honed in on that for like 15 minutes and i think it was just like very eye-opening and there were the the moments when the women were telling their stories was very like it i mean purposely no sound occurring you know purposely five minutes of just you know pretty brutal detail and um i guess i wasn't fully aware that this was a big piece of the me too movement and that's what kind of pushed more people to come forward with their stories so um really i think everybody should watch it and I, it was actually very very good like these actresses were fantastic um you know you really it seems to tell a pretty honest story and after reading up on all the allegations that came out same idea so um yeah i i I highly recommend it i would probably give it an eight out of ten it's really weird to score a movie like that um but i think it's just important for people to watch and hopefully hollywood learn their lesson so it's kind of in the vein of an all the president's men sort of thing yeah in based on true story but about the journalists and their contacts and people developing the story like a 100% like a spotlight, a spotlight situation, situation. Right? and f- again like from what i've read and the way the movie told the stories pretty damn accurate so um <laughs> there was the intro was actually about like this same female investigative journalist tried to do the same like wrote the same story about trump and that was three days before he won the election <laughs> so welcome to our country um but anyway i i really i can't recommend it enough i think everybody should watch it so that is all i had this week jim so i'll start with the more exciting thing here um i've been playing pokemon scarlet uh which is pretty good adam's probably intimately aware of the fact that there's uh glaring technical issues with the game uh, like, you can throw a Pokeball onto an island to try and battle a Pokemon. You'll transport to the island and then not be able to get back off of it because you cannot travel across water or swim as your character, you know, clipping like crazy. However, I've caught my first ever natural oh, shiny shit. Pokemon, and I'm 
losing my mind over it. So, I mean, Angie <laughs> was screaming at me from the couch because I didn't realize it was shiny as I was walking by. Um, so, but it was really quite exciting. So, to go off the Pokemon thing quick, um, I saw some some love for Pokemon recently. It Did Ash finally become a champion? Did that finally happen? It did. Well, so this, he he already did get a league championship a couple okay. seasons back in the show, uh, and now he's the world champion. Okay, uh, he, he they, yes, uh, which is pretty cool, I guess. I yeah. know, I mean, it's just a written show, but it's been going for over twenty years, and they finally let him let him win. I will say, I love <laughs> that. Uh, I did see that Pikachu was the person, what was the Pokemon that won it for him? Yeah, that was that was his final. That's his final. Poetic. Did they use the power of friendship? friendship kind of he, he very he very much did <laughs> yes yeah. using yeah. pikachu Pika- against type matchup <laughs> yeah. uh no he pikachu did have a type advantage actually he was battling a charizard so yeah uh, yeah but but yet he did use the power of friendship because he almost got knocked out and he had a vision of all ash's previous pokemon like squirtle and it was intense like, <laughs> gathered was the pink butterfree bun- there uh, not the pink no. one because the pink one was Ash. Ash had a normal one. The pink one was the the normal one's girlfriend that he left for. Mm-hmm. Why Ash released? I it. thought he had both. I haven't watched nope. it in a hot minute. No, uh, just the purple. Yes, I, the, the the purple the Butterfree was in the vision. Wasn't uh, Squirtle yeah. wearing the shades too? Yes, from yeah, Squirtle, Squirtle Squad. Squirtle Squad shades. <laughs> on. That's fucking sick. And then, uh, so the power of friendship in this vision, Pikachu was able to not get KO'd, continue battling, and win the fight. So. Yes, they did win using a power friendship. <laughs> True Funko, adversity. You're clearly out of ideas. If you make a Squirtle Squad, Squirtle Funko Pop, I will pay any sum of money for it. Should but, just do yeah. a Squirtle Squad series on Netflix or something. I uh, maybe not, maybe <laughs> not. But yeah, you, I don't know. Then they'd make them talk or something. And I will never forget shit. when they made Pikachu talk in the one movie. It was just bullshit. Jim, if they yeah, made cool. a Squirtle Squad Funko, I'd buy that. Like that'd be fucking sweet. <laughs> yeah they're running out of ideas however they did just release more photos of uh the sopranos line that's coming later this year into next year so that should be pretty cool yeah yeah um other thing is i had a big amazon order last week i've officially been burned by amazon again this year receive a movie where like when you tip it upside down you can hear that the disc is not attached oh. to the spindle oh no. and so i've had to make like three runs to amazon in like three days so, do you do th- or was, to ups excuse was it me damaged? i mean the disc in there is floating around so i'm not going to open it and risk it well, here's a I so guess. i just rebuy it at the same sale price here's a fun fact um as someone who returns a lot of shit from amazon i.e my wife um they don't give a fuck what condition it is in, Jim. <laughs> you can return it. You can open it, see if it works. Like, and if you could put it back with like everything outside of the packaging, Coles would shove that bitch in a bag, and you're good to go. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> the Coles return is so it's nice. amazing. <laughs> Every time, yeah, but Coles for me is further away than the UPS store, oh. which is already like thirty fucking minutes. Oh shit, that's a, okay. Yeah, I forgot about Hartford. So, my bad, but. If you live by a Kohl's, every time you get $5 Kohl's cash. It's pretty sweet. Again, my wife does a lot. It's back. It's the high porn. Uh, we got a lot of fun on this one this week. So, Jim, why don't you why don't you lead off with this first piece of Avatar hype? Different Avatar, folks. 
First thing, Better Avatar The Last Bender, Last Airbender sets film release for 2025. Is this live action? I don't know, Adam. You may know. Yeah, is it live action or is it animated? It the is article not. I saw didn't say. The original creators uh, got permission from... Well, I guess it's not permission. It's still in junction with uh, Nickelodeon or Paramount, the parent company. They developed a, a complete studio called Avatar Studios at, after the original series... They finally got together and they're like, we're going to make more animated Avatar stuff. We made a whole studio of writers and animators that's just dedicated to this. And this is going to be their first project is this new movie. Okay, sweet. Two pieces of Disney hype right back to back. First one, not really hype. Disney CEO Bob Chapek sent an internal memo announcing that the company is going to start a hiring freeze and begin layoffs, seeing as they apparently can't turn a profit. Subsequently, Bob Iger has returned and Bob Chapek has been removed as CEO of Disney. Hmm. The Iger years generally seem to be better for content, it seems. Um, so I guess we'll see what comes of that, of the change in leadership. Big, big high porn for me with Disney is I get to go to a tax training presented by Deloitte in uh, the, uh, I forget what the hotel is called, but it's right next to Epcot. Um, the Grand Floridian. Yeah, yep. And one of the nights we get to have dinner at Epcot and apparently meet some of the gang and get like a special view of the fireworks. So I'm very excited about that. And that is the only thing that I would do to go to a fucking multi-state tax symposium. All right? Like that is the only... <laughs> the folks from our prior job are apparently going to Disney as oh, well. Oh shit, for real? In December. Uh, oh, you are? No, not oh. me managers and above <laughs> bastards that's bullshit isn't it ben i know you're listening are you go like tell us if you're going please i i'm very curious i'm sure he is next disney hype item the margot robbie led female sort of themed pirates of the caribbean movie has apparently been canceled Good. does anyone care that that's not happening <laughs> Maybe Margot, Margot Robbie Robbie's does. Wallet. I mean, I seeing Margot Robbie in a pirate. She costume. claimed to be like in the like creative okay. process a little bit. So like, yeah, I, don't she, know. I think she was like a producer on it as well as starring. Okay. But, uh, I still don't think it was a good no. idea. Like, she could still do a pirate movie, but that that franchise should yeah. die. And Jim, speak. Uh, I and that first one is one of my favorite adventure movies of all time, and the second and third ones are still mm -hmm. solid, but it's at this point still just kill it yeah i was gonna segue into the next piece of hype jim and say speaking of bad ideas what's our fifth piece of hype <laughs> magic mike 3 this is releasing february 10 there's no plot synopsis on imdb but it appears that magic mike mr channing tatum is going to be putting on a male burlesque style show mm -hmm. in london because he's now an international entertainer yeah um, so I guess <laughs> dudes rock. Prepare your wives and girlfriends to want to go see that. I mean, I'm sure the dancing scenes will actually be pretty fucking sweet. Um, but that first Magic Mike movie is legitimately yeah. good. Like, it's like, a yeah. very good. Movie. I I just think it's it's a little ridiculous to state that you know he needs to go international and teach people how to dance. That's just where I was like, do we need this movie? But you know, also. People like to see Channing Tatum with his shirt off. I get it. So, I get it. Did I see in the in the trailer is Soderbergh directing this one? Ooh. Yeah. Did he direct the second one? I. What was <laughs> I the second like one? XXL. Didn't. Yeah. 
Because if Soderbergh's back, I might be back in. Did he do the Unless... first one too? He did, yes. Which, as I mentioned, as ridiculous as the premise is, is a very good movie. Uh, Nothing coming up when I search Soderbergh against the uh, cast listing on IMDb, so it does not appear he was involved with number two. Yeah. Yeah, which that movie was not very yeah. good. Director was Gregory Jacobs, so it was not. Yeah, so if, if Soderbergh's back for this third one, I maybe it'll be okay. I'll I don't tell know. You right now. Maybe he'll write the stripper ship. <laughs> I mean, uh, it is Soderbergh. Third one is Soderbergh, yeah. so. Yep. Interesting. Oh, it looks like Salma Hot. Next piece of hype. Big role there, too. Will Smith is not totally ousted from Hollywood. He is starring in a new movie for Apple TV Plus uh, coming December 9th called Emancipation. A runaway slave forges through the swamps of Louisiana on a tortuous journey to escape plantation owners that nearly killed him. So it's based upon a real story. Go ahead, Scott. I, I have a take. <laughs> it's going to sound a little dark, but I would say smart move to have this be the movie that you come back to um, because no one will likely give you shit about it. Um, so I think this actually looks really good, too. And I actually said to Jim, this may be what gets me to get Apple Plus. So we'll see. I'll probably find a way to get some free trial when it comes out. But it looks decent. I mean, it looks good. I, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. Yeah, I'll have to see how it looks when it actually comes out. But I don't know how I feel about the black and white choice. Like, yeah, I mean, like I said, good move for this to be his first. It, 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 black and white can work. Like Schindler's List, like one of the best movies of all time. Like it, it can work, but it's, uh, it's a ballsy move. Agree. Yeah, it's always hit or miss. Always. Um, next piece of hype we have is a third Princess Diaries movie is in the works from Disney. Okay. I mean, I like those first two. I'm not going to... Yeah, me too. Those, those are guilty yeah. pleasures of mine. They're solid. They're funny Anne, movies. Anne Hathaway is fantastic yeah. in those. So, um, is she is she yeah. back starring? she got to be, No right? information on Has that. Has to be. If if it's not, then yeah, why even make I'm sure, it? I'm sure it's her. It's got to be. Is it, a, is it... Did you say series or a movie, Jim? Uh, movie okay. then it has yeah you maybe you do a spin-off series without her but i don't think you do a movie without um her. oh there's yep with her and hathaway not yet confirmed oh Oof. as of the 15th don't do this what about the uh it's not is it judy no it's not judy dench who plays the grandma julie, julie andrews, julie andrews. Yeah. she's still alive Yes. Yeah, I, so. <laughs> I mean, those are, movies came out a long time ago, and she was yeah. old. It's a justified question, I feel like, but yeah, no, I'm just, I just didn't. I yeah. wasn't sure what the answer you, was. Gonna you be never fun. know with the Coco. It, it a lot of apparently. So this is a new article where I saw that the movie was greenlit, but in June 8th of this year, she had said Princess Diaries three was dead. Oh. So I don't know. No confirmation on whether or not she's in it. Um, same thing with Anne Hathaway. So right now we're just kind of I just don't think watching and waiting. I, if you act, want to jump the gun on this hype. If you thing. if you actually are doing this movie, you're not doing it without Anne Hathaway. There's no way. Like, I can't see it. So I'm just here to bring you the happening 
who played uh, the, evolving. Uh, got me hyped. Wasn't she get? Doesn't she get engaged at the end of the second one? Was that Chris Pine? I think it was Chris Pine. Yes. Because I don't know. I don't know if you can get Anne Hathaway, Julie Andrews, and Chris Pine. That's a lot of money. That level of movie. Just that, replace him with of... any other generic white man. Yeah, I don't... that's a lot of star power in a Princess Diaries yeah, movie. That's true. Good point. He's too busy starring in like the back, Dungeons back and Dragons then it wasn't, movie. But nowadays, those names yeah. are not the same. That's as they true. Were. <laughs> Anne Hathaway's a freaking monster now. Like that. that... That's Seems true. Shit. Oh well. Disney's got the cash. Come on. <laughs> Fair enough. They print money even though they've been reporting losses. And uh-huh. laying off workers, but that's neither here nor there. So. Next item, Elemental. This is a new Pixar movie coming June 16th. Um, follows Ember and Wade in a city where fire, water, land, and air residents live together. So, Adam... It was only like a, what, three sec- 30 second teaser? Yeah, it... And... I just... I'm not intrigued by this too well, much, I, but Pixar generally. Hits. I think importantly, Pixar actually released a teaser trailer. Like I, I they had, they don't do this well, as well as this one was done, in my opinion. And I had a take. I'm wrong on a lot of my takes. Everybody knows that, but I think that this is going to be like next level for Pixar. That's my prediction. So. Remind me in June to watch it, because I'm gonna forget. But I think it's gonna be awesome. Uh, it looks beautiful, but so That's does everything Pixar point. makes. Good point. I'm a little worried they're kind of running the well dry on this style of movie. It's so like Inside yeah, Out, yeah. Uh, Soul, um, and then what was the other one I was thinking of? I when I watched was watching the teaser, I was like. This feels so similar to stuff they've done recently, you where like point there. elements or memories or spirits have feelings, which like that's Pixar's whole thing. Toys have feelings, bugs have feelings. That's cars. Everything have feelings. has feelings. Like that, that's their thing. But it was always so they switched it up so much between like like Toy Story to Bugs Life, like to uh, Finding Nemo, like. But like inside out to to soul to this feels kind of kind of retreading. So I mean, we'll see. It could be great though. Feels they, derivative. They, they, don't, they don't miss often. And even though I did have that same feeling about soul, like comparing it to Inside Out, it was mm-hmm. still a great movie. Like that that movie still ruled. So I don't know. It'll probably still be at least very good, if not if it, even if it's not incredible. Agreed. So. Next item, and this is available right now on your Netflix subscription, is Slumberland. So this has been out for about a week now. I write this uh, high porn like as we go throughout the two weeks between them. So they dropped a trailer um, for Slumberland before releasing the movie. A young girl discovers a secret map to the dream world of Slumberland, and with the help of an eccentric outlaw, played by Jason Momoa, she tra- traverses dreams and flees nightmares with the hope that she will be able to see her late father again. I probably won't watch this. Not gonna lie. <laughs> Damn. But if anyone wants to watch it, let yeah. me know. The outlaw spirit is definitely like the the spirit of her dead father, right? It's gonna be revealed at the end. He's gonna transform. I would think him. so. We have to assume yeah. so. Yeah. We, we figured it out. 
It feels very like uh, right, but that feels right. <laughs> feels very telegraphed. It's uh feels like very generic Jason Momoa. Um while he has like, decent comedy, I don't know that this is gonna be written well enough to really truly highlight that. Yeah. Next item. Tarantino has confirmed his next project will be an eight episode miniseries. Um I give this one a big old. <laughs> what is it supposed to be? I don't think they've said. I that. thought he. W- they haven't. Just that it's going to be a mini series. All, right. All right. Well, I mean, I think it's good, especially if, as long as they don't really sit all at once. If they do it weekly, they build it like an actual series. The dude needs an editor. Like he's a great director and writer, but his movies are too fucking yeah. long. So. Split it up into bite-sized chunks, even if they're not bite-sized, even if they're like an hour each for eight, eight episodes. Like, I feel like, for me, and I'm not saying his movies are bad, I, they're incredible. He, they're too long. The dialogue gets, it gets tough. The dialogue is self-indulgent, yeah. so. Yeah, yeah it's it, very break it, shaking his own hand. Yeah. And put some like rising action and falling action into one hour chunks eight times instead of four hours for you know like I don't know I don't even know if it's a valid complaint because like I don't some of my favorite movies are extremely long so like I don't even know what to say like but I I think it could it could turn out great because like I think what you're saying is that other extremely long movies are better than his movies you know because you're willing to sit through them you know and he he's good, but just not D- for that long of a time. Because like if we're talking about Inglorious Bastards or Django, then yes. But some of the other ones, eh. like I liked the Hateful Eight, but that one that one that was, was his too biggest long, dragger by far, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I DNF'd it. that one really hard <laughs> in uh, preparation for our Tarantino pod. Yeah. I mean, am I remembering? Did did he recut that into a miniseries and put it on HBO or some shit? I believe he did. Which makes a lot of sense. <laughs> and wasn't it so, Netflix, though? Because that was like a Netflix it might original have been Netflix. or some shit? It might have been Netflix. You could be but... confusing this all with The Magnificent Seven. Were there, they, they, That's absolutely there were some not. very similar names going on with that movie at the same time. <laughs> there were. There was The Ridiculous Six, Magnificent Seven, and The Hateful Eight. Yeah. So. yeah. Uh, Hateful Eight was a few okay. years ago. I think. Next item, not really hype, but movie news. Uh, Chris Hemsworth has learned during filming an episode of his National Geographic show, Limitless, that he possesses two copies of a specific gene, one from each parent, that leads to a greatly increased chance of developing Alzheimer's. In response, he says, I'm going home and I'm going to have a good chunk of time off and just simplify. Be with the kids, be with my wife. So just putting what's important first. Good uh, answer, for sure. Whether this will affect possible Thor movies and whatnot, you know, seeing as he's on the third or fourth one now is thor four there, isn't it four. yeah yeah so and i believe i saw another item that said uh thor five maybe the end of the character anyways so i that mean it makes sense as much as some people didn't like four which is fine uh i do think it set his character on a pretty final path like he's had there's there was a lot of character development over the four movies and the avengers movies and it it feels like it's pretty much wrapped up so i don't think you can do much more than like one or one i more. think 
with this final one now and with this information, there's going to be quite the send-off for him. And I can see the tears being jerked now. Like, if, you know, like, he's like, yeah, well, it, it, I don't know. It's going to suck. It, it's it's even more interesting because, like, if he does develop Alzheimer's, especially at an earlier age than some people because of this predisposition to it, like, he's talking about, like, spending more time with his kids. If they do, like, a send-off within a Thor movie, spoilers for Thor Love and Thunder, his adoptive daughter at the end of that movie is played by his real oh, daughter. Wow. So, like, oh. if you have the character get sick in the movie or die in the movie, an adoptive daughter and a real daughter, like, saying goodbye... Ooh, that could that, be really traumatic. That could be... It's got potential to be fucked up if you do it wrong, but it's got a potential Great. to be damn damn effective if yeah. you do it right. Yeah. Either way, shitty. I love I love Hemsworth. Always have. So, yeah. I do too. I, They've released I a final The other two oh. Hemsworth brothers are probably getting tested for this. Yeah, now, I mean, right? probably. That's pretty shit. Yeah. Good point final trailer has dropped for avatar 2 this is coming again december 16th to theaters really just cements the fact that this is going to look visually you know really mm. impressive uh gives us a little bit more story beats for jake Sully's uh son um who apparently is going to have to try and like prove himself via the way of the water and riding the the fishes i guess so i i really hope that apparently like the other like three of these they're supposedly going to make are not just them, you know, doing the same sort of formulaic thing over and over again. And also that it's not another 13 fucking years. <laughs> well, no, they're, these are supposed to come out pretty recently after each other, right? Like, we're, we're going this and then 25 and 26, I think? So yeah, but this one also got in... delayed like 10 years. Right, but 3 is like, they, they filmed 2 and 3 at the same time. 3 is like in post-production already. Okay. Uh, okay. So... I read an article, I don't know how true it is, I'd have to find it and source it and shit, but that they're waiting to see how 2 does, and depending on how it does, will dictate whether 4 and 5 get made. Like, 3 is getting made, it's it's far enough along. It, yeah, they've already happen. sunk the cash. Uh, but they, they need 4 and 5, I, I think Cameron has like scripts and shit for them, but I, I don't think those are a done deal yet. I would assume they'll get made because I don't know. I I think this movie will make yeah, money, even though it's been 13 years. I, but. I mean, great segue. Apparently, also the budget like bloom, uh, really yeah. like blew up over the course of production too. So it needs to make money. Yeah. I another quote I saw that I again I would have to make sure is accurate is that Cameron said. He doesn't give a fuck. He'll fund some of it himself because he's so rich. If he if he needs to, wow. So, <laughs> douche. Okay, um, let's what let's. <laughs> yes, James Cameron is a douche. He's a genius, but yes, there's many many quotes let's, you can read. Let's jump into his world because that's what we're gonna do here with uh, with the remaining time you have with us on this week's episode is we're gonna talk about Avatar. Oh, our uh, last piece of hype. Disney Plus is going to make a TV adaptation of the Aragon series, which I mean they already made Star Wars, so they just got to swap out the lightsabers for the swords <laughs> and the ships for the dragons. Easy peasy, right? I don't know. Have you guys read Aragon? Oh yeah, 
I was it's, a big it's fan of literally those. Star Wars. Jim, how on earth do we talk about Avatar two and not segue right into that? How did I fuck that up? <laughs> because it's the order in which I find them in the week, and I found the trailer before I found out oh. about the TV show. You gotta talk about Aragon. No, that I don't. If they do that show right, it could be cool. But that I mean, they series, fucked up that movie. That movie was terrible. Uh, Jeremy Irons was good in that movie, but well, my bad. apologies, Jim, for fucking up your outline. Um, once again, once again, we're gonna talk about Avatar. Avatar, uh, the James Cameron, uh, two thousand and nine, I think. Yes. So, Jim, Correct. why don't you give the yeah. IMDb synopsis, and we'll go from there. A paraplegic marine dispatched to the moon Pandora on a unique mission becomes torn between following his orders and protecting the world he feels is his home. Mm. Um, back streaming on Disney+, Plus, um, clocking it at a relatively monstrous two hours and 42 minutes. Are you telling me this was streaming, and I didn't, and I paid for it? I believe this all happened in the group Well, I, I think I watched it Sunday, so I... I think I went back up on Disney+, Plus on, like, Monday. You motherfuckers, Disney. Yeah. You goddamn motherfuckers. All right. Um, Avatar. Yeah, let's talk about it. So this was actually only my Scott currently dropping his score like five points. Yeah, I mean seriously, I just had to pay four bucks for it. I it's okay, it's okay. Uh, this is the second time I've seen this movie, and the first time was in theaters. So I never returned to it between these thirteen years. Um, so it was kind. Of, I forgot most of the movie, like. I forgot how quickly Jake Sully is put into this situation. Like, I thought there was some build-up to it, but there wasn't. He's just floating in space right away, and I don't know how that just didn't stick in my head, but it did not. I completely forgot that. So, um, I watched an extended edition for this with 16 additional minutes, um, and they do add a little mm. bit more time on the front end yeah, there. So you get to see like I the watched, Earth a little bit. I, I did watch that extended edition once like a long time ago because I do have it on Blu-ray somewhere in my basement. I didn't pull it out for this watch, but I, I do recall that. Uh-huh. Um, I, yeah, so some of the stuff where I think it's just like black screen with voiceover, there's actual video that goes with it. For whatever reason, they elected not to put the the video with it, which feels like if you're gonna spend the time with the audio voiceover you may as well just put the video behind it you know yeah i don't know yeah and um important of note sam worthington who is jake sully uh he was chosen because he wasn't well known is that pretty accurate like i think that james cameron wanted someone who was relatively unknown well the funny story is so like you make a sci-fi movie oh. with unknown actors to put them more in the world. It's uh, Harrison Ford. And basically, in the original Star Wars, Alec Guinness was the only known actor. It was a big thing, and a lot of sci-fi movies try to do that. I don't know if that was exactly the case here. but Well, in recent mm-hmm. interviews, Matt Damon has okay. come out and said that James Cameron offered him 10% of the take to be Jake Sully, oh. and that uh, Matt Damon told him no. Because he was finishing up the Bourne movies. So he passed upon 10% of multiple uh, billion dollars. Bad decision, Matt Damon. But also, I think Sam Worthington was the right pick. 
I, I, at least I do. I, I between him and Matt Damon, I agree. I think Matt Damon would be too big of a presence for that role. There was another name that I saw that, and I'm, I'm going to pull it up on IMDb here because there was one name that I saw that I said, I would have loved that person as Jake Sully. And I'm trying to remember currently who that is. So, um, you guys can continue. I, I'll find it. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. I would have liked that. Done it. That source code. Yeah. That was honestly he he. I mean, he looks somewhat similar to Sam Worthington. So like with yeah. the shaved head look. So maybe it would have been exactly the same. Um, but you know, this is such a hard movie to review because obviously we can't dig yeah. into it deeply because. We'd be here for two hours, probably. I want to just talk about the things we like. And how can you not fucking like how well this movie is shot and how beautiful this motherfucker looks? Like, the flying scenes are insane. Like, I the the first time watching this in theaters, I still remember how the fucking cool that was. The only 3D movie I've ever enjoyed. Like, yeah, I mean, most of the time, I'm absolutely hating my life with 3D glasses on and saying this is fucking and unnecessary. This one was necessary. Later, like, I'm still equally as impressed looking at this movie, yeah. watching it at home. It's it's an and, achievement. And it, like it, you it deserved that Best Picture nomination, and mm-hmm. I have my problems with the movie. I will get into it, but it probably deserved it. This movie from 2009. Yeah, it's absurd. It, it, it's like the Lord of the Rings effect, where they shouldn't hold up as well as they do, but they do. But, like, makes you wonder, what is this 2022 movie going to look like? Like, I'm very excited for just the visual piece of The Way of Water. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I think visually, you, you can't deny how great it is. I think actors and actresses-wise, same idea. I loved almost all of them sigourney weaver's fantastic i forget who plays the general but if there is a guy who was destined to be an oorah like i'm a marine badass guy this is the guy like he's perfect for that like i don't care about civilian type he's shit. played by like, Stephen lang i love i and love all your statement <laughs> is true he's he could be cut out of this movie and put anywhere else and that's one of the problems with it is he's so forgettable so ununique and like i guess he is perfect as that role but he i don't know you want that character to chew a little bit of scenery you want him to be hoorah military bro but i think he takes it one step too far it kind of takes me out of it too much it seems a little unrealistic like no one's that yeah i get i i I see that i think i was just encapsulated uh on that same note the the corpo dude i think the actor is like giovanni rigsby or something yeah ribisi ribisi that dude needs to that actor needed some directions to take it down a step (laughs) like your mustache twirling villain levels which i get is the point like corporations are bad blah 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 but 
Yeah. Come on, man. Have some nuance. <laughs> and Jim, Jim, what do you like about this movie? I mean, it goes back mostly to the visuals, you know. The uh, Pocahontas story works, but in that being a good thing, it is also one of the worst things is that it's a carbon copy of Pocahontas in space, you know. White man shows up to take resources from New World, you know, whether it's the New World of North America or the New World of Pandora, um, and displaces these people doing a genocide, you know. You feel for those uh, aliens, but, and while that's effective, it's just not original. And I think the term unobtainium is fucking insulting <laughs> do you know how many times i've answered a trivia question right with that i think three times now in my life i've that's been a trivia question so thank you yeah. for writing such a stupidly rememorable thing avatar um but uh, on, on that point of the pocahontas thing the there's a trope in media known as white savior trope which like Pocahontas has a little bit because John Smith, like, kind of helps the Indians like get saved in Pocahontas. But like this one's even worse. Like, with without Jake Sully, they don't stand a chance. In in Pocahontas, Pocahontas ends up being mostly the hero. John Smith helps. Here, Jake Sully, white boy, comes into their tribe and fixes all their problems. Like after causing all of the problems. Yeah. <laughs> he accelerated them they were gonna happen anyways but yes yes he does cause them to go much faster um, and they forgive him overnight yeah but like i guess natiri kind of does some stuff but like she could be anyone mm -hmm. like she doesn't as long as there's someone to teach jake their ways like he does everything like the rest of them are pretty much dispensable warriors in the end battle and that's about yeah uh so it, it's as far as giving them agency there's not much there which on the white savior scale is kind of not great yeah it's even bad. as far as the uh the generic pocahontas story goes they i don't know that's but that's not to say this movie no, is bad. Like I, I, I think I don't know. It's just it's got a lot of problems. But as we mentioned, it's it's like one of the most beautiful visual movies I've ever seen. And the action is good. The world building is off the charts. Like even if it didn't mm -hmm. look good, it's interesting. Yeah. Like the the plants, the designs, the the creature it's designs. It's just stupid. Like it's the way they have all the trees connected like electromagnetically they explain it with the the awa thing like they see yeah, it as like goddess, their network like, or whatever. whether it's a deity is up for debate even within the lore of the thing but it's science that there something is happening it's all connected it's like so cool like it's yeah as far as that goes it's a master class in world i think building. you get blinded right like you get blinded by the beauty of the movie that like the plot is weak i mean it really is very a weak plot of like how we're essentially developing these people right like i agree with you completely adam that they would have just been demolished is kind of what the story is written if jake sully wasn't there and 
yeah, it would have taken longer. Like he he wouldn't have been able to give them the inside intel that he yeah. gets. But they say before Sully even is in his avatar body the first time in his safety briefing or whatever. I think what whatever uh, Stephen Lang's character, the military dude, says something about like eventually this will go sideways. Yeah, he, yeah and he, he says he it. won't save everybody. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think I think now is a good time to say what didn't you like and Adam I think you were getting into it but is there anything else that you wanted to discuss no, I mean that, that's pretty okay. much it like there's just just the plot is weak uh, I do think I know you mentioned you liked the did you see like the characters or the actors because I think the actors are doing a good job with what mm-hmm. is written but I don't know that the characters are very no i i liked i liked the actors that were in it um i'm i'm a huge sigourney weaver fan i think she's fantastic and should be in more shit um i agree and actually she's probably the strongest character in the movie her and natiri probably oh yeah Uh, i'll i'll say but then she dies a piece i hate and i mean absolutely hate is the the battle we get at the end um i think in, like i was starting to feel emotion of it right like i was starting to feel you know a lot of these people are dying and these are because we slightly learned in the movie and this really sucks right the last thing we fucking needed was comedic relief from letty from fast and furious flying her fucking plane like i think that they could have built the emotion a little bit better than they did instead of just wiping these characters off the face of the planet that had some dialogue and like had some development but then they were just like no this guy's gonna get thrown off the plane uh everybody's just gonna fucking die if you're blue you know (laughs) like that's the i didn't like that you know i they killed a lot the majority of named characters and well that made made it feel like there were stakes which is good because you hate when you watch one of these movies and the only people who die are the nameless like characters we don't even know like you need to kill some some characters otherwise it feels hollow but they kill almost all of them and none of them feel emotional because we don't i didn't yep. care about any of them so what i will say about that, that is like sute um chief's son who was previously like engaged to Natiri or whatever? Not um, the chief's son, because that would be incest. Because Natiri is the chief's daughter. Oh, okay, fine. That was not clear then, <laughs> but still, um, the, the chief's uh, named successor. Is sure. What he is. Yes. yes. Um, but in the extended edition, they give him a send off where Jake actually he's mortally wounded, and so Jake guts him like he does one of the. Uh, I call him the little panther animal things um, mm-hmm. to give him a clean death because he's just sitting there like bleeding out. Um, and they do a correct. Yeah. They do a nice little scene on that. And it's actually, I think really well done. Yeah. That sounds like it would add something. Cause in the, the theatrical cut, the last thing you see is just him falling out of the uh, plane yep. after getting shot with sad music playing. Yeah. Presumed... Assumed he's dead. The, yeah. the only problem with it is he falls like what 500 fucking feet to the ground out of the plane and he's still alive when he hits the ground with some machine gun bullets in him correct oh. yeah so i mean that's yeah. a problem 
Um, and then Jake Sully, this is not in the regular movie, is told that makes you the next chieftain now. Okay. Um, yeah. So we'll see whether or not that gets addressed in the second movie, seeing as that was not in the theatrical cut. Okay. Okay. All right. Am I jumping the gun by saying I'm good to score it now? Because, all right. I think so. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to talk about. Other, uh, fully made up language. I did want to say that too, which is amazing. Yeah. It's always cool. Uh, Star Trek, yeah. Lord of the Rings, How these... Avatar. Good, good franchise or good world building has it's made up language. Just insane Back. that people can do that. I don't um, get it. <laughs> yeah. Game of Thrones. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, the concept of the Avatar yeah. is cool as hell. Like, we, we should talk about what the movie's named after. Like, that that's that's a genius sci-fi construction, is that we are humans, we cannot survive on this, on this planet. We transfer our consciousness into clones of ourselves mixed with DNA of the natives. Like, it's fucked up, but sci-fi is usually fucked up, it's, and it's fucked up in an extremely cool yeah. way. Which, before we close, I have an additional comment on that. The splicing of the DNA is one silly thing I noticed is the avatars have five fingers on their hands. Uh, Navi the have four do fingers. Not. They have four, yeah. It's really interesting well. to me. Yeah, very cool. Um, Wondering if uh, his kids in the follow-up movie here, because he has children, will have four or five fingers. That'll be interesting. I would assume four, because Natiri is the one actually carrying them. I would think so. But I don't know. It's weird. Um, that I did not think of. But I did notice the finger thing, and that's cool. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, last point on the avatars. Driving home how cool it is to like be these giant aliens thing by having mm-hmm. him be paraplegic is... Like, it's cheap, Yeah, but it works. Having him, like, get Immediately off. wake up and wiggle his toes, just... And then just, like, the doctors can't calm him down. It's, even though he's, like, a military grunt, he's used to, like, taking orders. He's just so excited to be able to fucking walk and run again that he just breaks out of the medical thing and sprints through the the camp. It's it's a great scene. Like, it's, like I said, it's, it's cheap writing to get emotion. But agree. It, it, I it agree works. with that completely. It, it's one of the few points in this movie where I really relate with Jake. Like... I, I'm not paraplegic, like not relate in that way, but like he feels like a person. He's like the rest of it. He feels like a character. I don't. He is a character, but no, it I does. And I and I I agree with that. I I think that that does work. Well said. That even though it's cheap. Um. All right. Um. I'll I'll kick off the scoring because I think this is an easy score. I think this is the an easy seven out of ten for me because of the fact that i could watch it literally i could probably watch it every year and still enjoy it um but at the same time i don't think it meets that level of other worldly type movie due to the fact that it's just such a um the story's just not perfectly told um every every other like the fact that this, the storytelling was somewhat weak um, is completely overshadowed by the fact that it's visually stunning. So um, for me, 7 out of 10. Jim, let's go to you. I also came in at a 7. And one thing you said to me 
it in this pod that really is striking is like you have not watched this since it came out in theaters and you had forgotten what it was truly about and it's very true that the movie is super forgettable other than remembering that it looked gorgeous you know we talked about the problems we talked about the good points and i think it it earns a seven it's just very average when we kind of come down to brass bring it home adam yeah sevens man (laughs) like yeah jackpot I thought about an eight but like the storytelling problems are just a little bit too much for me to get over and jim you touched on the forgettable thing that's like a, a meme that goes around that like the highest grossing movie of all time and no one can remember what the fuck happens or any of the characters names and i think that's true to a point i do think it's world building makes up for it like you could show most people a picture a screenshot of like the floating mountains of like it's fucking avatar like they, they remember that uh, no it's disney world (laughs) but they remember that like there there is something here it's not it's not bad and when i was 14 and i saw it i probably would have given it like a nine or a ten like it it was that incredible for its time uh just yeah me too i saw it multiple times just looking at it with a critical eye and trying to judge the story just like compared to other even just sci-fi properties it's just not saying anything all that original or nuanced even with what it is saying but a large portion of sci-fi is world building there's a reason the sand planet in dune and tatooine and coruscant and star wars like sci-fi is built on its world building like you and it gets that part a hundred percent right so uh, that makes up for a lot of its shortcomings where characters and uh, and story go. So yeah, I think like a seven, maybe an eight on a good day, if I'm depending on how, what mood I'm in. Uh, is fair. Yeah. And I I That's... haven't probably watched it in five six years. I'll admit I'm excited for Avatar two now. I didn't think I was. Oh, I yeah. didn't think I gave a shit. I'm kind of back in. I don't know. I'm in. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean it, after you wa- after watching the visuals of this one, you immediately are like, "Oh, this shit's gonna be in water." Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I just in. don't know so. what the story's gonna be. Don't worry about it. This one was. I this one. When you're asked about this it, one sucked. Kind of sucked. <laughs> yeah, but like, and how do you we're still gonna enjoy it? the visual. Like, can it has the potential we'll to be see. great if they fix some of those those issues. Yeah, but it has I mean, very he, bad. <laughs> I, I, it would be very interesting if it sucked ass. I think that would be better for our pod if yeah. it did, because that would be a great episode. <laughs> yeah, we come back in a few weeks and just tear it apart. <laughs> Even just like with like the white savior shit. Like, think about what you can do with those two paths. Do you have him like still be the best? Like he's the fucking chief of their clan now, and he united the clans to fight the other to fight the humans at the end of this movie. What do the other clans think of that? Is he now King White Boy? Or, like, are some people like, you're not one of us? Like, what do, do, do they think they try to write that wrong? No, because they wrote it so soon after and just delayed the release. So, knowing Mr. Cameron, he had a vision and he's going with it. So, I don't think they'll write that wrong at all. And I think they will look at him as like the king adam that's what i think they'll do that's so boring 
<laughs> so stupid. Jim doesn't care. Jim Cameron doesn't give a fuck. He'll do what he wants. So we'll find out though. I, I guess I don't know. We got the one line in this final trailer um to uh Jake Sully's kid where they're like, if you wanna live here, you gotta learn to ride the fishes. Um so maybe there is some amount of outcasting even against his children, but we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Also, what did Norm do? Did they did they get Norm's avatar body and put him into it permanently? But he didn't become the chieftain. No, he didn't, but they did let him stay in in the epilogue they're like they sent the humans home back. This is very cheesy. Jake, sorry, just a tangent in my mind. The, in the epilogue, Sully is narrating, and he said, they sent the aliens back to their home. Bitch, you're an alien! <laughs> True. Not quite that important, but what I remember about Norm is that Bones was coming out, the TV show Bones was coming out at the yes. same time, and he was one of the interns on there, and he was, like, dressing up in blue in his character in that show, basically just running an advertising stint on the show Bones. <laughs> for multiple episodes i do remember that and it was very stupid because he knew navi his character knew navi and they got like licensing to do all that shit in that show yeah yeah well we'll find out we'll find out in yeah i'm gonna have to see it when is it december the 16th about a month yeah but next week what you can do is join us for a little bit of john wick action and my first watch through of it, which I'm here to take the food you're gonna throw at me for not seeing any of these yet. Um, can I can I call yeah. a shot right now, Anthony? When he's introduced next week, like when you say, and we have Anthony back this week, he's gonna say in the John Wick voice, "I'm thinking I'm back." I I <laughs> think that's line, the famous. That's got a good shot. Uh, it's got a good shot. I like that call so. <laughs> Um, we'll see, but yeah, I'm excited to get into this world that I haven't gotten into yet. Um, so that'll be next week's movie, and that one is currently just rentable. I just well, there goes it. another four bucks for me. Um, Jim, where can the folks, the good folks of of this podcast, find us? Again, we still have a tenuous grasp on our Twitter at we've underscore seen underscore that. Like us on Facebook or email us at seenthatpodcast at gmail.com. That's S-C-E-N-E, that podcast. Some of us aren't so lucky with that tenuous grasp on their Twitter. I have been hacked multiple times. Um, (laughs) I have been bored aped multiple times and have been giving my crypto bros uh, all the secrets. Adam has said thank you multiple times on my Twitter. So (laughs) sorry about that, folks. Um... But I think I got it under control. I locked all the accounts. And when I found out how many there were, it was bad. It was like 30. Just don't sign out because apparently Elon shut off dual factor authentication. You won't get back in. Oh, my God. Okay, that thing's going to shut down soon. <laughs> um, Adam, thank you again for joining us on another episode here. Of course. Love to and, be here. Uh, we'll, we'll bring you back soon. Uh, this time with your your own recommendation. So yeah hell yeah well i think i did recommend i kind of it was roundabout you did it was roundabout but we'll get we'll get you you guys probably you you probably would have done it anyways we'll give you ample time to pick one that you really want to do so all right well as always thank you for listening to the 115th episode of the we've seen that podcast i'm scott 
and I'm Jim, and roll credits.